Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's of kid treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of, well, Help I Suck at Dating with Help, I suck at dating. With a crossover. Help, I suck at dating. dating. Almost famous. Help, I suck at dating. So there is four hosts on this podcast. It is myself, Ashley Iconetti. Hello. Um, Ben Higgins. My husband, Jared Haven. And his partner. His partner to crime. Co-host. And the myth, the legend. Dean Ungler. And today we're going to be talking all about like home stuff uh it's a special episode because we have a very special sponsor in gap home um so we're going to talk about you know buying houses remodeling decorating all the things because it's kind of relevant in all of our lives right now hello boys hello girl i am a man she just threw up so much macaroni and cheese like two pounds worth i'm not joking you didn't even see the bag. I did not see the bag, but I heard about what happened afterwards. I got a recap. Not good. Not good. That's okay. okay. We're doing better. I, we're doing better. How are you guys doing? Ben, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, I'm happy to be here with you guys. This is, uh, this is a little bit of unfamiliar territory with me. I, I, I just want to make sure that uh, I hold up to the standards of help I suck at dating during this show. It's um, tough. It's tough, but I think I think he can do it. I don't know. You think he's got what it takes, Dean? Listen, it's not going to be easy. Uh, but Ben is the kind of guy that's going to put the work in. I think to to really just be on our on our level. So, guys, I have to admit something to you right now. I uh, I blew my knee out two days ago, and so uh, I'm I'm currently in a, a pretty frustrated state in my life because I uh, I think it's finally hit me that basketball and I may 
need to be retired, which <laughs> which really hurts my feelings. You could be the prototypical guy that just sits on the outside of the three-point line and just like, I'm open. I'm open, baby. You're like Bill Murray from Space Jam. That's what your future With entails. a knee brace and elbow pads and a headband. That's my dream. Um, and probably a helmet. And just in case. You <laughs> never know. Just in case. The, uh, I was playing basketball. I went to a gathering of, uh, of people in business and pastors in uh, San Diego. And uh, in the afternoon, they were like, let's play some basketball. So I got down there. They were playing a little more intense than I thought. So I had to pick up the level of intensity myself. Grabbed a rebound. Oh, it just like makes me sweat uh, telling this story, <laughs> actually. Grabbed a rebound, dribbled down the floor, uh, the court, and a guy stepped in front of me. So I went with the, I was dribbling with my left hand, went with the left-handed push to the side. So I cut hard mm. on the right, kind of like a, a nice Euro step in the middle of the court. And uh, the knee just popped and it dislocated Ugh. to the side. It was hanging. Oof. And so now, you know, I already had torn my ACL and I've never got it fixed. So I tore something else in there. I don't know what it is, but when I stand up and I just let it hang, it, I can feel it separate. Oh, Ugh. good Lord. Yeah, that's pretty good stuff. So how do we make this full circle? <laughs> ben will be on the couch for the foreseeable future, having his knee up, make sure he's resting. And speaking of couches, we're represent with the uh, sponsor of this podcast, of course, is Gap Home, which is exclusively at Walmart, which is the timeless American style for modern living. Ashley knows a thing about a two about modern living. She's a big modern girl. So am I. Am I? Yeah, we like modern things. We don't like that modern. Like you and I like modern, but not like really, really modern. Dean, is the is the van modern? Would you say that's like a modern style? I I, I wasn't ready for us to shift away from this Ben's knee conversation. <laughs> I, I, I got to go back to this for a second. So Ben, why are you not recording from like the inside of an MRI machine at the moment? Like, why are you at home? Why are you not in surgery on your knee? What's going on? A few things going through my head, Dean. Thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> one is I have my golf club championship this weekend. So I'm trying everything. Oh my God. <laughs> So I'm trying hey, priorities. I get it. I can to wrap it tight, put a brace on it and go tiger this thing to the end. Uh, the second thing is I'm really concerned boys and girls for a November wedding. Um, and mm. if I went into get an MRI, even though I don't have to schedule my surgery, I'm assuming they're going to push for that. And I just don't know when now in my life I'll be able to do that, which means ski season's done. Uh, which means I'm laid up for a few months, and so I'm mostly today in a in a in a time of contemplation. I already kind of yeah. was in a, a mental fragility state. I had moved past that. I'm getting a lot of clarity in life, so now I'm just kind of bummed today. Um, so it's kind of sad. I don't. You know how it is, Dean. You had a big injury. It kind of changes life a lot. I'm, I'm just sad. Well. I'm no medical expert, but I I am pretty sure that if your knee is separating when you stand up straight. Um, you probably need to have some sort of medical, like professional medical attention on that knee. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I, it's, I don't envy your situation, man. That stinks. Yeah. The wedding, you'll definitely be walking by then if you get your surgery in like the next That's month what I was going to so, ask. Right? Like you would potentially not be able to walk down the aisle if you have surgery soon. I mean, like after the golf championship, obviously. Yeah. There's always a cane, which I think is a solid move. Like I think that I don't hate that idea at all. Walking um, down the aisle with a cane yeah. could be pretty awesome. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Hey, Ben, this really like ties into the fact that you still want to be the host of the older person's bachelor. Yeah. Do you guys know mm. that? I'm really throwing my name out there in a very like non-quiet way. Like, hey, I'm here and I I, I, I would love to hang out. I feel out. like a cane can only help your chances <laughs> there. Exactly. 1,000%. Oh, All right. Guys. Well, you guys, we are here to talk about home stuff. Uh, we have Ari Leyendijk coming on to not only talk home stuff because he is a realtor, but also talk about his two newborn twins and how Lauren's doing. She was just recently in the hospital. And then we have some HGTV favorites, Chris Lambton and his wife, Peyton Lambton, who have a weird bachelor story. They are a bachelor couple, but a lot of people don't know about it. Um, okay, so let's go around the circle here and like talk about like what you're currently like what your current living situation is. I think uh, I can start here just to kick us off and then Dean can go. So um, I bought a house that Dean's been to, I know, in uh, nice downtown house. Denver like uh, eight years ago. 
And so it's a small little house. And so Jessica and I, when she moved out here, decided, hey, we're going to start planning for a future. And we're just looking at homes, found the home that we love in Golden, Colorado. Um, And so it's where I'm currently sitting right now. But the house was pretty much redone. However, we had like a few small projects that we wanted to work on. One was a back deck uh, that we soon found out was going to be astronomically expensive during this time of COVID because lumber is expensive. So we kind of paused that. Mm-hmm. But we did decide that we uh, we are going to do our master bathroom. And uh, and if you follow along with Jessica's Instagram or mine at times, you can see this journey unfold. We started in February. We have great people working on the house. Um, I hope they listen to this podcast. They are insanely slow. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, we're We're like seven months in and I had demoed the whole thing myself. And so I kind of cleaned it out for him, got everything out of there, got the plumbing all uh, capped off and then thought, okay, they're going to come in. And they told us a month long project to do the tile and and paint and put the flooring down. This is why I don't want to buy an older house and remodel. We're at month seven and, uh, and we're still going now it's getting closer. There's a tub in now there's a shower in. we'll do the big reveal here soon because I know everybody really cares about that. Um, (laughs) it's really pretty. I like it. Jessica has been then, uh, decorating this house uh, with uh, with a couple uh, interior designers uh, and it's coming together. Here's the problem and I'll, and I'll stop here and everybody, I think people out there can relate. So our bathroom, you know, they're cutting tile, they're moving tile. I have random people in and out of, out of this house at all times of the day. It's where I'm working from now. And, uh, and there's dust everywhere and you just can't keep up with it. Like it's just everywhere. And so we haven't like hung pictures or anything because everything here is getting dusty. So the walls are still pretty barren, but we're in it. Like we are full on making a home for ourselves so uh, that we're prepped and ready to go. Uh, That's where we're at. So we're kind of in this whole remodeling stage and we need furniture. We need um, all the stuff that you'd have in a house. And it's a lot bigger. It's like four times as big as my house in Denver. So like, I think I filled one room here with like furniture. Hey Ben, fun uh, fun fact: Your guys' interior decorator is the same one as mine and Kalen's. Isn't, aren't they awesome? The interior decorator has been incredible. So I haven't really worked very much with them. That's kind of been like Kalen's thing. Um, but yeah, the, I mean they they seem pretty good. I think it's funny because Kalen always wants to have control over everything that we, that we're putting into our house. So like the interior decorator will come with like three really good ideas, and she'll like use those ideas to like put her like make her own thing out of it. You know, she just like kind of yeah. needs like a launching pad. Um, but no, she's been great. And it's funny too, because, um, I'm sure our houses will look very similar decorated at least just because we have the same interior decorator. But, um, is it, I've got a really awkward question to ask you. Can I ask it? Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Too late. You have to ask it now. Our curiosity will be the best of us. So I know you're in this house now in Golden, Mm -hmm. but before you got that house, was it weird living in the house with Jess in Denver? She never lived there. Oh, she didn't live there. Mm-mm. It was weird. That's a good question. That's a fair question. Uh, I knew like pretty quickly, like, because there's ran- like, you know, Lauren lived there. Um, there was random stuff like that was like, I like, had not even noticed that was not mine that was sitting around or like even old pictures that had like been thrown in like one of the like um, shelving, like in, in like storage that like I just had no clue of. Um, and so, and it like had a lot of memories and I know Jessica, like it was just like, it was very clear to me and her like, Hey, we need something new because this has too much history in it. It has too many stories. There's a show filmed from it. Like there, we needed something new. So it wasn't even a hard decision, uh, for us to, to, to move out. The sad thing is I hope Jessica doesn't mind me sharing this, um, is up here, I moved a lot of stuff up here. And the other day, she she's so sweet. I mean, I just love that girl. And she was sitting at the kitchen table. She goes, can I ask you a question? I said, yeah. And she pulls out some like old pictures and uh, and says uh, that like from like, it was like from a show that we did. Um, was it Happily Ever After? Question mark. Um, <laughs> but uh, there was like pictures, like promo pictures of it. And she's like, were you holding on to these like for a reason? Because I just want to know why. And I was like, oh my gosh. I had no clue. Like, where did you find these? She was like, they're in the TV stand. I was looking for the cord for the TV. I saw them. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I could just see in her face, like, were you holding on to these? I was like, I, I'm not at all. Like, please just like do what you need with these things. And so 
you know, this just feels like a new spot for us. And there's still those things. So yes, we, we, in short, we moved out because it would have been weird. Did you guys throw out those pictures? Sorry. Yes. Yes. But I did, uh, I did, uh, they were in nice picture frames. So we kept the picture frames and threw yeah, out the Yeah, you got to keep the frames, honestly. Yeah. That's money right there. Va- that's valuable. Um, but yes, the picture is You guys no are redoing a house. Exist. You need to save. You got a budget. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not here any longer. Um, <laughs> we we got rid of those. And also, uh, just to let everybody know that's listening, Kate, Susanna, and uh, her husband, Michael, are the two doing uh, Dean and I's house, if you're ever interested in a, in a decorator. How do you have the same decorator in different states? Virtual. It's all virtual. Virtual. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, Kaylin saw Jess's uh, like inspo board or something like that, and she was curious if she reached out to Jess, right? And Jess yep. got him in touch or something like that. And it's it's crazy. I mean, I I'm sure everyone here can attest. Like, well, I'm probably the one that can attest the least, honestly. Like, how much uh, like nuance and like little design pieces go into a house before it really starts to feel more comfortable and like a home, right? Like, as a guy growing up, I would always just throw a couple posters on the wall make sure there's a big TV in the living room and like be done with it. But like the way that Kaylin has been able to decorate the house that we live in now and like the, you know, the house that we share in Los Angeles and her apartment before that, they really like the little things make such a big difference and stuff that I would never even consider. Have you had many decisions like, or is it, do you think it's, is it mostly Kaylin who's decorating this house or are you putting your input in Dean? Um, I mean, I put my input in definitely. I like, I'll pick up little uh, trinkets on my travels. Like in Mexico, I found like a sweet obsidian horse head uh, and I, it was like, I don't know, I spent way too much money on a it, but I was, like, this would be, I was like, this would be really cool. Like a good centerpiece. Uh, I got like this big chunk of wood, um, uh, like the backyard design. I've got a big part in. I'm sure Kalen's thrilled. The only thing Dean brings to the table. Hey, I got you a horse head and a piece of wood. Dude, the horse head <laughs> is sweet. I, I'll send you guys a picture of the horse head, but I really like it. And he, she, she says she really likes it too. So I guess I don't, and it, it matches her aesthetic really well. So I'm, I'm keeping all that in mind, but but no, she's like redone the closets and everything on her own accord. Um, and she's mostly doing everything else. But I, I'll, I'll chime in when I can. Her big thing is like, well, I guess my big thing is like, I'd rather build something than like spend 5x the amount of money on like a prefabbed, pre-constructed like bed frame or something like that. So there's like issues where I'll start a project, get like 60% of the way done with it and then like not touch it for a while. So there's like a, a bit of a mess in the house and places, but... Um, that's like probably our biggest current issue. Welcome to the life of living with somebody. Well, hey, um, we do have some experts coming on the podcast. As Ashley mentioned at the beginning, Ari Leyendike, who's a realtor who flips homes, uh, who understands the market, uh, especially in his area of uh, Scottsdale. And then uh, Peyton Lambert coming on here. Um, some just HGTV stars. They're actually in the waiting room. So let's bring them on. <laughs> What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, welcome back to the almost famous Help I Suck at Dating joint podcast, which is currently being, you know, obviously dominated by Suck Army because as Dean and I know, we're both awesome. But we have some very special guests who are currently on the line. You know them from HDTV, but they're also a bachelor couple. It is Chris and Peyton Lampton. Chris and Peyton, how are you? We're doing great. How are you guys? Thank you all. We're good. All, all 15 of you. <laughs> You guys, how does it feel to be a bachelor couple? And honestly, like you met in the 2010s. And yet, I don't know that people consider you a bachelor couple because you met in a very unconventional way. And give us a little bit of background how you met. Because honestly, I didn't know that you guys were from the Bachelor franchise. Yeah, so we met in North Carolina at um, Jimmy V golf tournament. Jesse Beck, who was on my season of The Bachelor Pad, was on Chris's season of Bachelorette. And it was one of those things like Jesse and I became friends and he's like, yo, you got to meet my friend Chris. We'll all be friends. And then he and I met and we got engaged and got married. So it's history. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. So you got married in what year? 2012. All right. And then uh, your lives kind of like skyrocketed right you're you're uh you're known then uh for your ability to make a house a home and the two of you have been working on this like on within that world for for how long so we uh our first show on hgtv was called going yard and we had that in in literally 2012 so 2012 we got our first show we got married we moved in together i mean a lot happened that year for mm -hmm. us uh and it was cool though. Like HGTV reached out to him because the women in the office were big bachelor fans. They saw that he was a landscaper. They were like, we should have this guy in. And then I like conveniently made myself available when they yeah. came to shoot him. And yeah. She was like snuggled right up and she had her Southern accent and, you know, <laughs> beautiful. And she, they were like, Oh, you guys, you, we should do the show with both you guys together. <laughs> you know, but it worked out well for me. Cause I'm like, all right, I can dig a hole. I can plan something. I can't make anything beautiful. 
You know, that's where she comes in with like the pillows, the rugs, making everything like tie together. Uh, so it was, it was perfect. And so I'm curious what you guys think about um, working together. Now, I know you guys are married, you have kids together, you work together. Ashley is pregnant. You know, a lot of the, the uh, things that we do in terms of work, we do together. So how do you balance that? How do you balance your life between family, work, spending quality time together? Because I know there's a big difference between spending time with one another and spending quality time together. So how do you balance that? Um, well, first, congratulations to you guys. This is oh, really, really you. exciting time. I'm, I'm over the moon for you to experience this next phase of life. Well, thank you. That's why I look so <laughs> gross right now. No, you look amazing. Um, so balance, like, yeah, you know, you're together all the time. Um, I think working together, Chris and I learned very quickly to stay in our lanes um, you know, he does what he does very well. I do what I do very well. And, uh, we try not to cross over that line, um, and offer unsolicited advice. Um, but then, but now like when you throw kids in the mix and like, Jared, it's a great question because we're together a lot we're with the kids a lot, but then you still have to like now, especially you have to like make time for like a date night or to get out together. Cause you need that alone time to, you know, connect and be be with each other and not talk about work or your yeah. kids. Yeah, I guess that's one thing. I'm. How do you like your whole life is about working kids? Well, I guess it, that's what <laughs> is there to talk about. Fair point. That's one thing I'm nervous about because there's other things that I want to still be able to do as well. I want to hang out with my friends or go golfing, but you know, with with having a child, it's really going to change our lives, and you know, we're going to put so much of our effort into our our family and our work. And that, and also our relationship, I, I, you know, Ashley and I spend so much time together, but a lot of it, as she said, is talking about work. And I know once a kid comes, it will be talking about the kid and not so much us anymore. So I, that's why I was asking you to, how do you, how do you balance that? Cause I, I guess in my mind, you know, we, when we spend so much time together, a lot of it isn't quality time. And I think she gets frustrated with me because whenever I get a free moment, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go golf with my friends. And she's like, yeah, but we haven't gone on a date. And I'm like, well, we spent the past three days straight together. And she's like, yeah, but that's not quality time. That was, you know, we were doing work things. And and so I, I don't know. I wanted to get your piece of advice and tell me what to do. But I think even when we work together, it's, it's quality time together. Because a lot of couples don't get to work together. You know, like some couples like, you know, I might work nine to five and then she might work nights. And then, you know, you would just be like two ships crossing the night. That's what my parents were like growing up because my mom worked nights, my dad worked days. So they barely saw each other. So I think even, you know, today we were working together, setting stuff up. It was work, but it was almost like quality time because we were away from the kids. We got to hang out. We had like a lunch on the go together. So even though it's not like what a typical date night quality time together is, uh, I still cherish it because it's even we're getting the chance to work together that a lot of couples don't get that chance. And, you know, well, we're, we're fortunate to be able to do that. I feel. Yeah. Like. And I mean, it's just like you're entering this different phase of life. And I think you just have to embrace it and accept it that, yeah, things are going to be different and your relationship's going to be different. Your relationship with your kids is going to be like this whole new experience that you don't know what's to come. But I think that if you guys can always make sure that you are connecting with one another, because those first few months with a newborn, like, you know, you're going to be sleep deprived. Just, just make sure you're like still seeing each other. Well, one thing too, that all four of these hosts have in common is we're all in a fairly large transition phases in our life. We're starting to become adults and act serious about life. And we've, don't do it. No, no, we're, you know, just, just to try my best not to <laughs> Dean's doing the best job right now. And I'm proud of him for it, but we, uh, we're moving into new homes. Uh, we're starting to set up homes. I don't know if COVID had a little bit to do that with that. We're like, Hey, let's just like start to settle down, put roofs over our heads, build a home, uh, for our families. But, uh, during the pandemic, we saw some problem. I mean, I'm assuming we saw some like themes change in terms of decorating and outdoor spaces for all of us. If you give us some advice or some like trends as we start to develop our homes, what, what kind of trends have you, are you seeing? Um, you want to start? Yeah. I mean, I think that you have to look at your outdoor space as a, another room of your house. And through the pandemic, a lot of people realized that 
you have to extend beyond the inside of your house um, to, to make more livable space. A lot of people don't have big houses, but you may have a yard, you may have a deck. You have somewhere to go outside, so use it and use it how you want to. You know, it's like you can see trends and you can see Pinterest and HGTV and what all these people are doing, but if that's not what you wanna do and that's not what your life encompasses, then, you know, just sit back and, and figure out how you wanna use that space. Do you want to eat outside? Do you wanna entertain outside? Do you wanna play games outside? It's kind of, you have to tailor it to what your interests are. And, I, and I've seen during the pandemic is that, you know, patios, fire pits, outdoor kitchens. I mean, people can't get enough of them in their backyard. Mm. People want to entertain, be outside, so they can still have friends come over, you know, social distance or, or whatever you need to do in a backyard, but it's a lot easier. And then people who have kids, like we do, like if other people with kids come over, the last thing I want is a lot of kids running around my house destroying stuff. Yeah. So everyone to the yeah, back. Yeah, get them off your lawn. Yeah, get in the backyard. Get them on the lawn. Yeah, so we have, we have a big patio with like, a, we have like an oversized like dining room table so we can sit outside, enjoy it out there. Um, a lot of raised planters and vegetable gardens because now people like to have their own, you know, place to grow their own flowers and veggies in the backyard. So you've seen a lot that people have turned their backyards into kind of like an oasis where they can sit out there, entertain, have dinner, and then afterwards sit by a fire pit, have a glass of wine. I've got a question kind of for everyone when it comes to, uh, more so like budgeting. So like Kaylin and I, we bought our house, but I, what I didn't realize was that was the first of many big expenses that mm. were still to come with the house. Preach. So like, how do you guys all feel about, uh, like, let's say there's a certain upgrade you want to get and it's like 50 grand, but you could do like a smaller version of it for like 30 grand, but you'd be less happy with it. Kaylin and I are constantly having the conversation of, should we get what we want and just pay the extra money for it? Or should we be a little bit more frugal and still be happy with like a smaller version of that finished product? How do you guys all stand with that kind of like conversation? I feel like do what you really want the first time around because you're going to end up doing it again. You spend $30,000 on something that you're like, meh then you're going to want to replace it and you're going to end up spending more than the original 50 grand. So yeah. think like, even if you have to space these things out, like don't pull the trigger on something unless you're all in. We, uh, can I answer that? We have like, uh, Jessica and I, cause we were consistently getting, uh, like we, we just didn't see things the same way. Jessica is a lot more frugal than I am and I'm pretty frugal, but she like sees the number and says, let's just not do it. Like that's kind of her first response. I'm like, well, that's not fully fair. We we have to do something. So what we've done is we've designed our like dream home idea for the home that we're currently in. And we might not do it all at once, but we take steps to get there. So like if we're like, hey, one day we want to have a backyard with a waterfall and a climbing gym. Okay, well, how do we start that process and not do it all at once so that it spreads out over time? And so it's less money up front, but we're not like changing anything as we go. We're just stepping towards it slowly. Yeah, that makes sense. My my biggest thing was I really so we just had like a big empty dirt lot in our backyard. And I was like to to, to Kayla and I told her I wanted a uh, a putting green with a chipping green with a lazy river like surrounding it, like floating Fair. around it. Yeah, that sounds like sense. a fantastic got, idea to me. I, I thought it was sounds like a too, necessity. We got, <laughs> we got a quote for it and it was like double what we had wanted to pay for our backyard renovation. Um, anyways, long story short, I think what we kind of did was like we settled for like a, a small putting green to the side and then like a pool over in the, so like we kind of compromised, but I guess to whatever everyone's point is like, I hope that we're not going to come back in four years and I'm going to be dreaming of a, of a chipping green with a lazy river around it, you know, but I don't know, I guess time will tell in that case. I got an answer for you that Peyton and Chris can probably help you with. Uh, what you need to do is get on a television show and you need to get the mm -hmm. the support of a show to help you. Yes, you still have to pay for it, but there's just, you know, there's some benefits there. Mm -hmm. So, Dean, I, I feel like that's kind of the sell and the, and the strategy that we need to start taking here. Hey, if there's any TV host, Chris, Peyton, you guys are uh, more than welcome to come and renovate our backyard for us. Uh, we're, we're definitely keen to that idea. It's just a matter of putting ourselves in that position. Yeah. You can title the episode Happily Ever After with a Lazy River. Um <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted Dean, who's more frugal, you or Kaylin? Oh, I'm way more frugal than she is. Yeah, that's not even a question. 
Oh, he wants to put a lazy river with a, like a mini golf course yeah, in his but, backyard. But if it weren't for Kaylin, he would live out of the van permanently. Yeah. No, and Kaylin is frugal, but she she likes nice things and she's not willing to skimp when it comes to those nice things. She's got like her she's got her standards too. Like when we first moved into the house, our master closet it's like this big walk-in closet and it was just like bare bones basic and she like first thing she's like we're renovating this and she just spent a bunch of money to renovate it and same with the to ben's uh master bed uh bathroom re- redesign too she's like we have to redesign the master be- uh, bathroom which is like another it's just so crazy how, how quickly it adds up so if it weren't for me kind of like reining her back in i think that she would already have a lot of that stuff done and i'm sure eventually it will all get done because she'll get her way no matter what. But um, I'm trying to like, you know, rein her back in a little bit with a lot of that stuff. But that's a investment. I mean, it, when you renovate a bathroom, that comes back like threefold. So that's that's yeah. a really good investment. And the same with the closet. Like if someone's going to buy a high-end home, they want a tricked out walk-in closet. So that's, that's good as well. You guys want to hear something crazy? Yeah. When we, uh, when we got this house, it's a great house in a great area, in a great neighborhood, but it was built in 1989. And, uh, and the bathroom was the only thing that the previous homeowner had not done yet because she was knowing she wanted to sell. And she's like, I'll just let the next people choose what they want in here. It had carpet from 30 years ago throughout the whole bathroom. And so in when I bath- tore it up, no, Oh yeah. Not like, and I'm not saying just at certain areas, it was by the shower, by the toilet. And so when oh, I tore it up, there was pieces of previous homeowners that I shared with them that I, I, I don't want to do again. Um, all right, Peyton, no. Chris, we got to let you go here. Last question for you. Uh, any advice um, for current homeowners as they enter into this season of life where uh, things are getting redone, people are spending more times in their home? And then also, if you don't mind closing that thought with where can people continue to watch you, find you, support you um, that are fans of you and excited to hear you on this podcast? So uh, for me... I think it, it, as soon as you start, you want to invest in quality materials that will last. Uh, I've seen a lot of homeowners uh, buy some cheap decking materials or put in cheap stones uh, or cheap lighting and because they want to save money. But in the long run, they're, they're going to have to tear it out, redo it, pay for it twice. You know, So save up, do it right the first time, build off an area and keep building into your backyard or in your home the same way. Um, so don't don't skimp because it'll it'll come back to, to bite you in the end. Yeah, and I think always get multiple quotes. Like always mm. ask around, get multiple mm. quotes. If you've got one quote that's super high and another quote that's super low, there's something wrong there. So <laughs> you know, do your due diligence yeah. and find out why why there's such a big difference. But um, and then for us, we are launching a line of outdoor products on H, uh, HSN. And uh, so if you guys need stuff for your backyard, check out uh, all of our stuff on HSN. We've got rugs, pillows, a fire pit, an umbrella, um, all kinds of fun stuff to trick out your yard. Yeah. And you can follow us on the medias too. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks a ton. You guys are great. Uh, Continue to support you all and uh, make sure to check out the line, everybody listening. But also just thanks for your advice. Uh, We'll continue to watch you as your journey unfolds. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Bye, Chris. Bye, Pam. Nice meeting you. You too. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver. And this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning, is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to uh, Help I Suck at Dating slash Almost Famous. Do you see how I put Help I Suck at Dating first? Very nice. We're, very well done. We're Batman. They're Robin today, baby. <laughs> uh, we have a very special guest. You know him from the Bachelor franchise. He not only proposed to one woman, but two on his season. What are you doing? I don't know. Are you introducing these things? <laughs> you hot water here. Uh, no, sorry. I didn't mean it. Ari, right, I'm just kidding. I love you, buddy. It's Ari Lydendike. Hi, Ari, how are you? Good guys, how are you guys? Thanks for having me on today. Oh so my god, to see I figured I'd break the while. ice with a joke. I know it's been it's been too long. The last time I saw you, my friend, we were at a movie theater. It was the um, the uh, we're not going to remember the name of that movie, but it was with AJ. Oh, Appa, KJ Appa, KJ Appa, the movie, yeah, yes. And uh, dude, that was the day that the NBA shut its doors because of COVID, and we were in like a movie theater with three hundred people, and I remember all of us were like, "Is this going to be a thing?" I know. Fast forward like two years later. Crazy. Unbelievable. But Ari, how you doing, buddy? I am good. It is uh, it is chaos over here at our house. Uh, as you know, we have the twins. They are nine weeks old. And um, yeah, we are surviving. But we've turned a corner. I feel like we are getting the hang of it. Every day is getting a little bit easier. So it is, uh, it's going good. Like, give us like a non-sugar-coated version of what a day in your life looks like right now. Because I'm like, <sighs> that is just like so intimidating to me. The thought of having two newborns and then a two-year-old. 
Well, I mean, I have, you know, we have Alessi, she's two and she's two and two and a half months old. So she's a bundle of energy. And then the twins are just kind of unpredictable. They're, we try to keep them on the same schedule, but sometimes one's like fussy and crying. And then the other one's sleeping. And sometimes they're both crying. Like, honestly, the nights were just terrible for the first six to seven weeks. And now finally, the last two nights, they slept through the night, both of them. And we feel like new, new parents completely just because we have so much more energy. And, but yeah. How's Lauren doing? How's she feeling? She's good. She's, um, you know, getting back to working out a little bit. And I think she's making some time for herself lately. And um, yeah, luckily we obviously both work from home. So that makes things a little bit easier, but it is, I think with twins more than anything, uh, you need to both be on the same page and dive in and 100% make it the priority. Otherwise, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just too difficult. So thankfully we have like a good thing going. I think we have a good balance as far as, um, helping each other out. Like if one of us is having a really tough day, the other one tends to step in and, and be a little bit more proactive. Um, um, and vice versa. So we've been, it's been really great. I think I already know the answer to this question, but judging by your answers already, do you think your life, your and Lauren's life changed more after having your first child or after having the twins? Um, I, that's actually a good question. I would say probably more after the first because we're already parenting Alessi. It's harder. It's definitely harder. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, when you go from not having kids and like traveling, well, now no one's traveling, but you know, I guess pre COVID, uh, traveling and sort of being very spontaneous and, you know, being out and about all the time to having kids, it's just, a, it's just a totally different lifestyle. Um, now we're, we're used to that, but the twins add like another layer on top of that. And our day is really structured because if it's not structured, it just like doesn't run smoothly at all. So we, we are like, if I get to get out for, for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes or get a workout in, like you've like, you're like so happy that you accomplished that in itself, which is nuts. All right, question for you. Obviously we're here today to talk about like homes and renovating homes and exploring the real estate market. You're deep into this and you have been for a while. In fact, even as the bachelor, I think you went, you told me when we were in Mexico together, you went right back to work pretty quickly um, because you love your job. What kind of trends are you seeing, uh, especially in your area, which is a hot market right now, like one of the hottest uh, for new homeowners of all levels, like luxury homes, but also just your, you know, just your nice, like first home kind of buys. Yeah. I think right now the inventory um, is picking up a little bit. I think we're seeing a little bit, uh, I wouldn't say a slowdown, but more of a plateau in the market. Um, whereas a couple months ago, it was a frenzy. You know, if you had a buyer, it was so hard to find a house. Now I think it's a little, it's leveled out a little bit. I wouldn't say it's slowing down, but at least we're kind of catching our breath. And for us in the Phoenix market, we have a ton of people moving here from California, um, Oregon, Gosh, Texas, kind of everywhere. We're the fifth largest city in the U.S., so we're and we're growing really quickly. So for us, um, the market is still really hot, but I wouldn't say it's as insane as a few months ago. Soon, because we feel like we don't have a lot of space right now. Uh, should we like wait till next summer? Yeah, yeah. Be normal yeah. Again. <laughs> okay, that's the kicker. So yeah, no one has a, no one has a crystal ball, right? You know, I, I think before the election, I told all my friends and I sold a lot of property myself. I was like, we got to get out because the market is going to slow down after the election. But now, interestingly enough, the government has printed so much money that inflation is going to start rising. And the only way to curb inflation is to have uh, assets such as real estate. The real estate inflation will fall the inflation rate of the dollar. So you're seeing a lot of wealthy people put their money into real estate right now um, because that's the only way to protect your money. If your money's sitting in the bank account right now, it's becoming worth less and less. So you're seeing a lot of people throw their money into real estate um, and the interest rates are so good right now. So if I were you, I would buy like today. Let's buy the property now. We're laughing at each other because that was probably the best advice we've gotten from anyone. Yeah, I'm not joking. That was the best <laughs> advice. Literally, Ashley I and I, when you, like that. when you were speaking, Ashley and I looked at each other and we're like, 
Uh oh, we've we've been <laughs> we need to really change we our thought process. Whispering. Yeah. What? Hey, why did I think you guys already owned a house? Oh, uh, because we put a reservation on land. Yeah. Uh, because we do want to mm. build one day, and we think it's the perfect lot. But it may be, uh, like five years in the future, just because like everything right now, like we have so much going on. We I seem two people that would like own a house. You know, married <laughs> kids. It's like they obviously own something. Nope, not yet. Well, no, judging no, by what Ari right. said, maybe it's time to buy like three houses. Yeah, there we go. Or a lot of vans. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Are, you still in your, are you in your van right now? That's that's where I am. <laughs> uh, the thing the, the thing about the van is, uh, while it is technically probably still a depreciating asset, I don't get any land with it, so uh, it's kind of like a lose lose in that sense. But yeah, yeah it is what it is. You get all the land when you drive around, and you get to see yes. everything. <laughs> all the all the BLM land belongs to me whenever I'm on it. So that's pretty nice, I suppose. But. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was the best investment. Well, it was. It was, but not for not for inflationary reasons, I guess. Well, is that one of the reasons that you guys bought your house in Hawaii? And how often do you expect to be able to get out there? So I think we'll probably head there for the summers. Uh, so when Lauren and I got together, she's like, I'm going to move to Arizona for you. But just know that eventually down the line, I'm going to need something near the water. She's like, I grew up in Virginia Beach and I like to be by the ocean. So that was sort of a uh like <laughs> one of the boxes i had to check you know so um we fell in love with this house in hawaii because we got married on maui um and i actually have an investment friend who leases it eight months a year so it cash you know it cash flows itself um so first and foremost i think it was a good investment and then the bonus is obviously using it during the summer months to get out of the heat for arizona very smart. All right. Well, let's dig in a little bit to back to uh, to the family questions, because um, obviously Jared and Ashley are entering into that season of life. Do you believe, <laughs> Ari, um, that as people look for their homes, do you believe it's healthy for kids to have their own rooms if possible? I mean, uh, every family is different. You know, our twins share a room and I'm sure they will share a room for a really long time or maybe Alessi and Senna will share a room, the girls. And I think that's, um, it all depends on your situation. And before you go, I do want to ask you, uh, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your beautiful wife and your beautiful family. Uh, it's exciting times for you guys. And I want to ask you something that definitely nobody else has ever asked you before in the history of your relationship with Lauren, your family. Are you going to guys, are you guys going to have more kids? I know you've <laughs> never gotten this question before, but I figured, Hey, if, if, you know, somebody has got to ask it. Yeah, I would say right now it's a no, you know, because we're in just in the thick of it. We're in that newborn fog. It's tough. Every day is hard. And I always threaten Lauren with a vasectomy like every day. <laughs> that's a weird threat, Ari. I like, love that. That's a really <laughs> odd. You're really losing on that end of the threat. You're like, I'm going to cut out. I'm going to cut it open. I'm, I'm going to go through pain for this. That's. It's an interesting tactic. It's almost a threat to yourself. Yeah, I was going to say, know, that feels, feels hurtful. Oh, yeah, I can't even. My buddy Troy did it. He documented the whole thing on Instagram. Well, didn't really like show everything, but he like went through the whole, I don't even know. Um, but oh, he I was know. very open about it. He said it wasn't that big of a deal. I don't know. I think whenever you have a baby, you have to wait like at least six to eight months after that baby's born to be able to, to decide. Because I feel like you have amnesia when it comes to, uh, you know, having kids and the newborn phase. And then once you're out of that phase, you're like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. Um, so once we're out of the newborn phase, I will, we'll make a decision as a family. And right now, as of now, I think we're good with three. Well, final question for you or just final uh, thing. We, we got word that you're joining forces with Tarek El Musa. Uh, what's going on there? Ari? That seems like a big deal. Yeah, so a lot of you guys probably know Tarek from the show Flip or Flop. Um, I actually met his ex, Christina, and we got in, and Tarek and I got to talking and we're joining forces. We're starting a group at eXp Realty. So I'm moving brokerages from Remax to eXp. I'm really excited about it. It's the fastest growing brokerage uh, right now in the country. Uh, it is an insane platform. It's basically a profit sharing brokerage where instead of giving back to those brick and mortar brokerages that you see typically your, you know, your coal bankers, your remaxes, uh, they profit share with all their agents. So 
if you're a producing agent, you make all that commission split back and then some. Um, so it's really interesting. And we're going to be doing a lot of webinars. We're going to be a lot of coaching. So if you guys want to join us, uh, email me at Ari at realtybyari.com. Um, I'll give you more info for it. But I think it's going to be really cool because it's not just an Arizona-based team. It's going to be a nationwide and even international team of realtors all working towards the same goal, making that money and obviously having fun along the way. Well, Ari, before we let you go, I got one more question for you because this is this podcast is sponsored by Gap Home. Who does the decorating in your house and what's the compromise situation there? Lauren does decorating. Um, she she has a really good eye for it. She did all the decor for uh, the twins room, our rental houses, uh, our flips. I think that is something that she brings to the table and really elevates us as a, as a team together. So she definitely has the eye uh, and I'm more of the, the numbers guy and selling and buying side of things. Well, Ari, thanks again for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Please give our best to Lauren. Uh, and we wish you guys nothing but the best and, and have fun uh, in your travels. Sounds good guys. Yep. Good luck with everything, Ashley. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Yeah. Team, we did do this thing with four hosts and I, and I, I just kudos to all of you for doing a great job. We have some great guests on this podcast, but before we go, uh, I know that all of us, as we've mentioned many times throughout the last hour, are either redecorating our homes, buying new homes, starting to decorate homes, moving into these homes. And part of that is making sure that you have like the essential products that will make this house feel like a home. Dean, let's start with you. Uh, yeah. All of us are fans of uh, Gap at Home. You ordered some products through them. Why did you order them and what did you order? Yeah, well, uh, there's one thing I've noticed in our house that you can never have too many of, and that is bath towels. I don't know why, but it, it whenever you need one the most, it's always hard to find. And so uh, I made sure to order a bunch of extra bath towels for Kaylin and I for our house in Las Vegas. That way we're never in the predicament where you get out of a you know a nice hot shower and you you don't know where the towel is. So we also got uh, uh, some kitchen sets because I personally like to take my time to run the dishwasher. And so, you know, we don't want to be running low on anything in the kitchen. So we're set in the kitchen and in the bathroom. And that was kind of like the most important thing for me to uh, get squared away. Dean, how many times do you use a, a towel before you wash it? Because Ashley and I had this conversation last week and I want to know. That's, that's I, <laughs> I am sure you guys think my number is incredibly high. I would probably use a towel um three to five times before wash. no two to f two to four times before washing it oh wow okay. maybe maybe i am wrong never mind but, Dean but i will i will say i uh so like i have my specific towels kaylin has her towels and i'll probably like use my towel twice throw it in the hamper and then use her towel twice so she like might we might be using that one like four times because i don't even know if she knows that i'm using it kind of thing um but yeah i would say i would say no more than five Guys, All just right. pause here. Time out. Am I crazy? But like, I don't know if I'd be like down for Jessica to use my towel. I love that girl. And like, but like I, that towel is my towel. It, it, Ashley and Jared, can you answer this for us? If Ashley, if Jared used your towel, would you be a little bit like step off? My hairy body all over it. I'm sure I've used his towel before. It's like not a big deal. It's just usually he leaves it really wet. Like it'll be damp. For what? Like You're Jared. the one who leaves it wet. You get out. Literally, I you I get out of the shower and good. we have Jared, a little that's mat. That's called like the mat gets wet, not the towel. My it's towel does not. soaked. Okay. It's like you took Jared. it and put it in a bag. Okay, listen. He's referring to the fact that since I've been pregnant, I've been keeping the shower door open and because hmm. I like having a lot Water of air. everywhere. It has mm. nothing to do with how wet I get the towel that I dry my body on. Your towel's wet. It's Jared. My towel. Your we, we even your mom. When I talked about this on mm. Instagram, bringing the your mom. mom was this like, "This is good." No, your mom was like, "That is true. He does keep it. His he gets it from his father because I have no idea why Fred's towel is always so Fred's so. Towels are super yes. wet. Get out of here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know that you talked to my mom about my towelling habits. She just responded. She felt passionately about this. Too. You posted about this? Yeah, a couple months ago. How did I not hey, see help, this? Help me understand how this could. How could how could a towel get more wet mm -hmm. when it's like you're you're just drawing off a body? So Wondering how could it get thing. more wet than a regular? Yeah, amount? that's a good point, Dean Ashley. <laughs> I don't know what you do with your towel to make it so wet.
Maybe you maybe you overuse the same area so many times. You need to like disperse the drying well, through different parts of the towel. Here's actually another really oh, funny thing. Funny. Jared's has always been a oh my god, this is so funny. When we first started living Sorry. together, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what the hell he's doing in the bathroom after a shower because oh, he would dry his body off like as if we were as if it were the car wash. I'm a vigorous dryer. Okay, okay. <laughs> and, I'm dry getting out of the shower. And he like would like huff and puff. He'd be like. <laughs> Well, let's this, <laughs> this might be where I have to put up the explicit warning on the podcast. <laughs> what is he doing? I'm like, oh, Jared's he's huffing just drying himself vigorously. See, I knew as soon as she said that, everybody Stop was going to have now. their heads Stop in the gutter. It. Well, because I'm self-conscious about it and insecure about it. So now I take my time drying myself, even though I like to get in. You know, I, once I'm out of the shower, like the door opens up, I start getting cold. I'm like, I, I, I'm not comfortable anymore. Wait, All right. How long are your guys showers? Because Jared, if he has it to like, if he has the time to, time to do it, he can be in there for an entire 30 minutes. Oh, this, that's a long time. Yeah. I would say 10 to 10 minutes. This is actually a, uh, for me. a Dean lesson for me. Dean told me that uh, I'm, I'm into water conservation right now, especially living in Colorado. Dean had, uh, has told me a few things in my life, and I love friends who will grab me by the collar and tell me when I'm wrong. One was I was using a plastic water bottle at the airport. Dean said, hey, Ben, as a friend, would you please <laughs> switch to something reusable? And ever since then, I have. Uh, oh, Dean's nice. also told me, uh, you know, we've talked about many times not to wear underwear. That was a big mistake on Dean's part because that didn't work out very well for me. I no longer use dryer sheets because of Dean. Yes, um, I've pulled great. away from that. So I do listen to him. I don't know if he listens to me ever. Hey, uh, back to the back to the question, though. Um, we do have to go. <laughs> Jared and Ashley, what did you order from Gap at Home? Uh, we ordered a couple different things. I really wanted this Gap Home 16-piece round black stoneware dinner set. That's a mouthful, but I love I love mugs. I don't know why. Very odd. So many mugs. I know, but that's why I always want to buy more. So I was really looking at that, but instead we got the Gap Home wash frayed edged organic cotton quilt. And why do you think I got that? Because it's very beautiful and you love blankets and it's white and it matches our color scheme. Yeah, and our, our duvet right now, it's two years old or whatnot and like a month into having it, our dog ate a hole into it. So then we put a patch over it and it does not look classy. And it's like torn up because Lois has just bites everything. And we also got the Gap Home. What is that? The towel set. Yeah, but what's that word? Gray. Mil milnage? Milage? Milage? Well, the reason we had to get the towel set, even though it was on our wedding registry and we got some really nice towels, is because... Something on what I use in my face yeah. <laughs> totally ruined those towels. It stains the towels. They look like they're 74 years old. But anyway, so we got a brand new set. They're gray. They're really cozy. Very cozy. As Dean says, you never have enough towels. Well, team, I, uh, I did a couple things. One is we're really making the basement of this home the place that we want to be. Um, and uh, it's cool down there. It's nice. It's comfy. And so we got a big old couch the thing we splurged on so i got some throw pillows for that couch um some nice blue throw pillows um they're gonna be super comfy i also i also loaded up on some towels because the thing is we have a, we have a lot of guests that come through denver uh, a lot of people moving through and um and a lot of the towels i don't know what it is i don't know when it's appropriate to throw away a towel quite honestly i have towels from when i was like five years hmm. old it has ben higgins on it or saw uh shark swim team well you can't throw that out you can't throw it out i have beach towels from kindergarten you know the aladdin and jasmine yeah so like there's just not a need to throw them out but you do want your guests to have nice fluffy comfortable towels so i went with some towels too they're really going to add to the home uh i'm pumped about it here okay I have one thing that I really want for this house, guys. And let's end this podcast with saying one thing that you really know right now you need for your new home that you don't currently have. I need this. And if somebody could point me in the right direction, I need one of those uh, tub things that go across the tub so you can like sit a computer on it or candles mm. or like um, a coffee cup. I can't yeah. find those anywhere. So if somebody knows where on Amazon. Oh, well, that I don't I've never bought anything on Amazon, quite honestly. So I'm about to. I'm about to start. Caitlin has one of those. Wait, They're nice. What? You've never bought anything You've on never Amazon? Bought anything off Amazon? No, I just I usually like to go to the store, and so I'm 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 making a switch in my life. I'm going to start buying things on Amazon because everybody tells me to. Well, Ben, hey, we we've got one of those bathtub things. So if you ever want to come over and take a bath at our house, you can definitely borrow ours. Um, the one thing that I need for our house 
is so Kaylin is responsible for decorating 95% of the house. She gave me one room to like decorate myself. Mm -hmm. It's essentially like my, my man cave more or less, you know? Um, and what I really just need in there is just a, like a decision because like I have all these ideas and I know what it kind of like what I want to do here and there, but I don't know if there's going to be like flow and I really just need to decide. So like, it's Mm -hmm. not really like a actual product that I need. It's more of just like a, you know, make up your mind sort of thing. But uh, that's, that's, that's all I really need. I think Ashley, Jared, we're the opposite. We need a whole other room <laughs> for a nursery. Mm. Everybody is mm. like, oh my God, are you so excited to, um, to like decorate the nursery? I'm like, that's just very stressful for me because we do not have a location for it. First of all, that's not how everybody sounds. Secondly, we do need more room. We have an apartment right now and uh, you know, adding another human being, that's a lot. Yeah. Well, hey team, great job today. Thanks to Gap at Home and Walmart for uh, helping support this podcast. Thanks to our guests. Uh, we'll be back next time. Okay, uh, Ashley and uh, Jared and Dean, you're going to follow our lead now since Jared took the throne last time. Help, I suck at dating. Help, Help I suck I at suck dating. dating. <laughs> I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. And Dean, what can people do next week? They could tune in to our podcast because maybe we're going to suck a little bit less. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right, see you guys. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.